Welcome into Chicago Bears Now by Chat Sports. I am Harrison Graham. Doesn't Victory Monday feel great? Haven't had a lot of those over the last couple of years. And I do mean that literally because a lot of the Bears wins have come where the next day is not a Monday, like on a Thursday win, a Monday night win over the Vikings. But standard Sunday win yesterday, which was very nice. So it's always fun to get up here on these Monday live streams and uh, have some winning to talk about. And who knows, maybe we're in line for some more wins here down the stretch. Shout out your city and let us know where you guys are watching from. We'll get some shout outs going. I see a Paige Allen Johnson in the chat. That's, dam that's damn right, Timothy. Let's go. F Don Burr in the chat. F Don Burr all stream long. Where you at, Donnie? I don't see ya. I don't see ya. Jason in Scotia, New York. Hoboken, New Jersey from Frank. We got Jeff in Denver. Radness in Seattle. Wasim in Irvine, California. We got Prime Day in Pittsburgh. Uh, Pay JJ from Donut. Let's go. Chirac from Fortnite. What's up, man? Uh, your boy says Kansas City, Missouri, but from Inglewood. There you go, your boy. Raw as L from Rockford. We got William in Columbus. Jalen played, played great, but Brisker, man. Brisker, that's the best game I've seen him play. He, he, was, he was absolutely sensational. Uh, Lions are fraudulent. They are fraudulent. They're obviously going to be a playoff team, but uh, I, I'd be shocked if they got past the divisional round. They could even lose in the wild card. Like, if they end up, I guess they'll probably be the three seed still because the NFC South winner is going to be the four seed, but um, I wouldn't be shocked if uh, the six seed beat them. Hey, maybe the Bears went out and get the six seed. I'd love to play the Lions in the playoffs. Got a long way to go from that. Fill in the blank. The Bears have a blank percent chance of making the playoffs in your eyes. What do you guys think? What's the chance? Where's Don Burr hiding? I don't know. 11.4%. That feels probably about right. I said earlier it was one smoking J, so. That's one shred of truth. Yeah, it's barely true. So according to the New York Times playoff predictor, as of now, it's actually 7%. Now, that's based on simulations they run. Now, if you factor in them winning the next four games, it jumps to 58%. So, got to win out. That's pretty clear. I don't think the Bears are going to have enough of the tiebreakers to get in at 8-9. and nine. So, you're going to have to get to 9-8 and eight, uh, to have a chance. Uh, get some shout-outs here. Phillips says 15. Steve says 0. Oh, it's greater than 0, Steve. Maybe not that much greater. Spencer says 20. William says uh, 20. Ryan says 35. Phillips says 15. Frank says 34. 20 or less from Chris. 100 from Amass. Had they won their, those two meltdowns, they didn't. I mean, they'd be in a great position. Had they beaten Denver and Detroit like they should Oh, they'd be in the playoffs. I mean, that doesn't even factor in the close Tampa game, the close Saints game, the close, um, what was the other one? The first Minnesota game. I'm not even counting those three. I'm just counting about two epic collapses against Denver and Detroit. Hell, if you won one of those. <laughs> you'd be six and seven. Yeah, you'd, you'd be, be one game out. you pretty much control your destiny. Like at six and seven, if you went out, you're, you're in. Like ten wins is getting you in in the NFC. Nine, I think a team is going to get in with nine. The question is, is, is the Bears, are they going to get enough help to be that team? Because you don't have a tiebreaker over a team like Tampa. You're not going to have it over New Orleans, so... You know, you need need some help there. 
Super Chats here. Emiliano says, all this, oh, this is our tank guy. All this does is raid fields, raise fields, trade value. Bear still taking Caleb no matter what. But now they going to have to trade a pretty penny to move up for MHJ. I, I don't think they're trading or taking Caleb no matter what. I still think they very well could. They might. It's definitely possible. I don't think it's cut and dry. I don't think a final decision has been made. Now, sure, your own pick is is dropping a bit. It's number seven overall right now, and I do think they're at least probably at worst going to go two and two over their final four. So, you know, let's say they let's say they finish seven and ten. You're probably around the you know tenth, eleventh, twelfth pick. Uh, but you got that Panthers pick, man. You don't you don't have to worry about tanking your own pick at this point. I, I think winning games has value here. All right, Sangray Kim, Flacco was scratching his butt, eating wings, watching football two Sundays ago, three for 300 yards and three touchdowns yesterday. Something Buston's done once in 34 games. Flacco's played well, man. Flacco's played well, man. Got to give him credit. It'll be interesting this Sunday. Um, I will say this, though, and this is not like take fields out of it. That Jags defense has some issues. They've been getting torched for weeks now. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, – I'll put it this way. With the way the Bears are playing defense, I'd be shocked if Flacco torched him. I, I think he'll make some plays, but I don't think he'll torch him. Fortnite man, Don Burr punching the air. Love the stuff. HG, bear down. Shout out to you. Get the bear downs going for our guy, Fortnite man. Guess what? Monday night football doubleheader tonight. Two games and no better time to get started with prize picks than right now because pricepicks.com slash CLNS. Our code CLNS is how you can get started with the best daily fantasy sports app out there. I like this four-player entry tonight. Devon Achan, he's going to score a touchdown. Give me the more there. Derrick Henry, he's been kind of up and down, but I think Tennessee's going to lean on the run. Give me the more. Jordan Love, I hate to say it, but he's been hot. Give me more on his passing yards. Then I think the Giants are going to try to run the football with Saquon Barkley, so I'll take the more there as well. $10 entry to win 100 bucks is what I got going tonight. Pricepicks.com slash CLNS. Join rapper Meek Mill, comedian Andrew Schultz, and several others like myself, Rolly, and uh, some real celebrities. But uh, we're like fake celebrities. We're, we're, we're YouTube star wannabes. But uh, Meek Mill, that's, that's a real celeb. He's playing Pricepicks every day. Pricepicks.com slash CLNS. Use our code CLNS to get started today. Andres, we're very unlikely to get Marvin Harrison now unless we trade down. But I'm perfectly content with taking someone like Neighbors if he's available with our own pick. Here's the thing, guys. Like, they still might take Marvin number one. They might tr keep Fields and trade down a couple spots and get him. So, like, you know, we, we can't, like, I, I get what you guys are saying, but, like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, man, that win cost him Marvin Harrison. Like, you already have a team that's tanking for you. Like, you shouldn't feel like you have to tank yourself as well. Like, there, there's something to winning these games, uh, especially since there is still a chance you make the playoffs if you went out. So speaking of which, speaking of the future, where are you guys at with Matt Eberflus at this point? Do you still want to fire him or do you want to keep him? You got to admit the pendulum's at least swinging a bit, right? I mean, you got to give Flus credit. Now, I'm still not sold on him as a high-level head coach, but the guy can coach defense. I mean, that is for damn sure. Like, this defensive turnaround has been – Impressive Montez Sweat edition has obviously made a big impact there, but where are you guys at? Go vote on the live poll. 60% still want him fired. And look, maybe it's one of those situations where you pull a Chicago Cubs where behind the scenes you're you're trying to look into a guy like Jim Harbaugh, someone you feel strongly would be an upgrade, 
but if you can't get him, maybe you just keep Flus. Like, I don't think David Ross would have been gone had they, had they not been able to get Craig Council. But they did. So maybe you do something like that. Sport Guru says fire. Wesley uh, Lemuel uh, Michael saying fire. So does Dante. If they go 7-10 or better, keep him. I, I, you know, I'd like to see him get to at least 8. If you get to 8-9, and nine, that means you finish the season 5-1. and one. That means you finish 8-5 after an 0-4 start. I'm not saying it, it, it's it's perfect, but like if you if you told me before the season the Bears would go eight and nine, play their best football at the end of the season and get better throughout the year, I, I probably would have took taken that right. Like I had them at nine and eight, and had they not blown two games, they'd be seven and six right now. They'd be tracking for that. If they went out, they still could get to nine and eight. Uh, but um, you know, I think eight and nine, you'd feel pretty good. I, I still. There, there's issues with Flus, there's no doubt. There's definitely issues with Getze. Like, they're not flawless, but, you know, I'll give them credit. I'll, I'll say this. Where I'm at with it, I at least want to see these final four games play out. I, I want to see it play out and then make a decision from there. If you love the Bears, then like this video. Don't make Roly the uh, the like master don't, come Don't make you. me come out and, and come after you guys again. Don't make me do it. I will. <laughs> We need more likes. Gotta Let's get, get to 120. 120? 120. Rolly's feeling generous on a victory it's Monday. It's victory Monday. Everyone should like the video in support of the Bears beating the rival Detroit Lions at home, plus winning your first back-to-back -back games with Matt Eberflus as head coach, second win against the NFC North, and I guess official or second win against a plus 500 team as well. Yeah. We're breaking barriers, Roly. Doing things that Flus has never done. <laughs> the bar is so high here. <laughs> Hit that like button once we get to 120 likes. And all these super chats coming in, we will get to those in our mailbag here in a second. So keep liking the video. Appreciate all the supers. Uh, coming up, we're going to do a little Justin Fields check-in. If you remember, uh, when he came back from injury, before he played that first game against Detroit, which they should have won, um, I had five benchmarks that I wanted him to reach uh, over the final seven games. So let's do an update, see where he's at through three games on those benchmarks. Uh, we'll take your questions, hashtag Bears or Super Chat. Got a few Super Chats we got to hit. So we'll get to those. And then uh, we're going to get to some blockbuster trade ideas with the number one pick if they do decide to trade down from number one overall for a second straight year. I've cooked up five trades uh, to move down from that top selection, which is basically the Bears. I mean, it's according to ESPN Analytics, it's a 95% it's chance. No so uh, there you go. Keep liking the video. Let's get nine to likes away. Likes. Come on, let's hit there and then let's start today's show. Hit Eight. that like button. Come on. Let's go. Like the video. Like the video. Or we free content live two or three times a week. Why aren't you liking the video? Oh. The Ro Roly the like uh, lord. No, he's, no, no, he's no. He's about to come I'm out. I'm staying contained, but I'm, there getting it is. Little, I'm getting a little flustered. We're good now. Buddy. There it is, 126. They answered the bell just like the Bears did yesterday. Here we go. Let's dive into today's show. Coming up on today's episode of Chicago Bears Now is Justin Fields trending in the direction of being the Bears quarterback for 2024. We're going to dive into that. I set some benchmarks a few weeks ago that I wanted him to reach over his final seven games returning from injury. We'll do a little check-in and see if he's on track 
to reach those. But first, big round of applause. Thank you guys for helping us reach 81,000 subscribers during our Sunday stream. You guys are the best. If you're new here or maybe you've been here a while and you just haven't turned on notifications yet, I would encourage you to do so. That way you know exactly when we go live. You get notified right when we publish a video. You click the bell, you select all, and you'll be good to go. And why wouldn't you? Daily Chicago Bears videos for 100% free. Thank you to our new subscribers. And if you haven't joined us yet, please do so. It's 100% free. Okay, let's get into our fields check-in here. Three games into this final seven games since he returned from his thumb injury. And I want to go kind of metric by metric here as I gave five um, benchmarks that I wanted fields to reach or do over this final seven games. My first one was this, and again, I set out these guidelines before that first Lions game when he came back. I wanted to see Fields have at least a 2-1 to touchdown-to-turnover ratio. So where is he? Well, he's not quite there. He's at 1.5. Three touchdowns, two turnovers. The two turnovers were those loose fumbles uh, in Minnesota in the fourth quarter. To his credit, he bounced back from those and led the game-winning uh, field goal uh, drive uh, on that big downfield pass to DJ Moore. So he was able to erase those turnovers and secure a win, but still want to see a better ratio. 1.5, plenty of time here, uh, but uh, like his next touchdown without a turnover, he'd be at 2-1. to one. So uh, hopefully he gets there. Now the good news is zero interceptions in the three games since he's been back. That He has not put the ball in harm's way very much as a passer. Has put it on the turf a couple times. That's got to get cleaned up. Fumbling's been a big problem for him throughout his career. Uh, but uh, not quite there yet, so that was number one. Number two, stop taking so many sacks. And not really just the vault, the number itself. It's more about the sack percentage. And what is sack percentage, Harrison? Well, if you have 10 dropbacks and you get sacked once, that's a 10% sack percentage. You want to be in the single digits. Like, you don't necessarily have to be, like, super low. Like, Bajent was actually very low, but that's because he's getting the ball out super fast. He's not challenging teams downfield. Joe Burrow, for example, he's in the high single digits. He likes to hold the ball a little longer, come up with those big plays. Uh, so, you know, you want to be at least, you know, if you're under 9%, I'd say, for Fields play style, you'd live with that. Uh, he's been sacked eight times in three games, so less than three times per game. It's like, okay, that's pretty good. Uh, but again, what's the percentage? That's what I'm looking at. He's been at or near the bottom throughout his career in his first three seasons before coming back from this injury. Well, good news. That's, that's improving. Uh, he, he's improved 5%. Now, 12.9% is ridiculously high. I believe that was last in the NFL for qualified starters. 7.9%, though, that's a big improvement. That would not be last. Uh, I'd have to go look at the uh, exact where that would be. I want to say that's probably around 20th, 22nd, something like that. And again, he's not going to be top 10 in this category because we know how he plays. He likes to run around sometimes, make plays with his feet. He's looking for the big play. you got to pick your spots when you do that, and this would suggest he is picking his spots a little bit better. Now, don't get me wrong. This is a work in progress. There's still times yesterday, like one of the three sacks he took yesterday – I mean, Rolly and I are both sitting there. It's like, dude, you have got to throw that football away. Like, he's just waiting, 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 waiting. Then he takes a sack. It's like, okay, throw that out of bounds. If you don't see someone downfield, you can't take that negative play. Like, all sacks are not created equal, and that was definitely a QB sack. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I think part of the improvement is probably this is the best O-line he's played behind, too. So it all works together. You want that uh, sack percentage number to keep uh, improving. Again, I, I don't want it to improve all the way to like 3% because then I think you're getting rid of the ball too quickly. Uh, you know, somewhere between 
Six and nine percent, if he's sitting in that range, I think that would be uh, very, very good for uh, his play style. Okay, Prize Picks, today's sponsor, Daily Fantasy Made Easy with Prize Picks. You guys want to turn 10 bucks into 250? You can do it with Prize Picks because they do player entries anywhere from two to six players. And if you do a six player entry and hit on one, you win up to 25 times your money on an entry. 10 bucks turns into 250, 100 turns into 2,500. You can also do two, three player entries and do less bang for your buck, but obviously uh, safer entries where you can connect more easily. I've got a four player entry for the Monday night doubleheader on Monday night. If you're watching later in the week on Tuesday, etc. Uh, this was my entry. Uh, maybe come back in the comments and let me know. Uh, uh, you can either boo me or cheer me if I won or lost. If you're watching on Monday, well, here's what I got tonight. Uh, Devon Achan, I think he's going to find the end zone. I like the Moors tonight. Derek uh, Henry, I think he's going to go more than 57 and a half rushing yards. Jordan Love, I hate to say it, he's been playing pretty well. Give me the more on his passing. And then Saquon Barkley, uh, the, the Giants got to get him going. They got to run the football. Tommy DeVito is not going to carry that offense. So give me the more there. 10 to win 100. Four-player entry. You can win up to 10 times your money. Prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Our code CLNS gets you a deposit match up to $100 at sign up. So use our link. Use our promo code. Make money today. Link is in the comments and in the description. My third benchmark for what I wanted to see out of Justin Fields over his final seven games. Again, we're three games into it. Play all seven. Win four of them. Well, he's played all three, hasn't missed a snap, and he's won two of them. You look at the Bears' past three games, should be 3-0. and uh, They melted down largely due to a defensive collapse in Week 11, 31-26. Remember, they were up 26-14 with 4-15 to go. Still mind-boggling that they lost that game. Uh, grinded one out in Minnesota, 12-10. The two fields fumbles hurt, but uh, rallied them on that final drive to get into field goal range, and then – uh, just dismantled Detroit this week after a bad second quarter. Shut them out in the second half, 18-0, won that one 28-13. And, look, I just think this team's playing well enough right now. If Fields does play all seven, which he needs to do, again, his health is a big part of this evaluation, I do think the Bears will win at least four. I, I, I like how they're playing. The schedule lines up. Like, worst-case scenario to me, if he's healthy and the defense keeps playing like this, they'll go two and two over their final four, which means he would have gone four and three. I think five and two, six and one is still somewhat on the table, especially five and two. So, uh, you know, he's on track to do that. Obviously, hasn't completed that mission yet, but uh, definitely in a good spot. How many more games will the Bears win? You had to predict it. Four games left. They're going to win zero, one, two, three, or four. Remember, they got the Browns on the road, Falcons or Cardinals, then Falcons at home. Both warm weather teams coming to Chicago in December. Then a trip at Lambeau Field. How many more wins for the Bears? Predict it for us down in the comments. Benchmark number four I wanted to see. Complete 65% of your passes or more. Um, that percentage came down a little bit yesterday. I think he completed about 58% against Detroit. Uh, but uh, overall, he's still, uh, he's still above the number there. 67% almost, 667 uh, in the three games since returning. So that's been good. Um, you know, on the year, he's just under 64%. That's up from his prior two seasons as well. So, look, you know, say what you want about Justin Fields. He can't throw the ball. He's a running back. He's improved as a passer this year. There, there's, there's no debating that. The tape shows you that. The, uh, the raw numbers show you that. Now, is he a flawless uh, passing quarterback? Absolutely not. He still misses some throws you'd like to see him make. Uh, he still sometimes doesn't pull the trigger when he should, uh, but uh, there, there's been improvement. There's simply no doubt. And then uh, number five, and he had already kind of started this with uh, before the injury, but 
it was keep building that chemistry with DJ Moore, and this more than anything else might be the one that's clear. Like he's absolutely doing this. I mean, just look at DJ Moore's numbers with Fields versus Bajan. He's played about eight and a half games with Fields, uh, four and a half with Bajan because Bajan started four games, came in in the third quarter of that Vikings game when he got injured initially, and. Look, the numbers are clear. I mean, he averages just under 100 yards a game when he plays with Justin. Yards per catch, over 15. All seven of his receiving touchdowns are with Fields. Uh, with Bajan, it's not like he fell off a cliff, but he did fall off considerably just because those big plays weren't in the offense. 57 yards per game, 10 yards per catch. It definitely did not look the same. And this is what I found interesting uh, for Justin Fields in this DJ Moore combination. Fields, when targeting Moore, 52 of 68, that's very good. Uh, over 800 yards, seven touchdowns, no picks, and a passer rating of 146. That really stood out to me. And I saw this on the broadcast yesterday. Fox was kind of going through their best QB receiver combinations based on passer rating. DJ Moore, Justin Fields, number one. It's kind of amazing when you think about it. You don't think of the Bears being some high-octane passing offense, but again, it does point to the improvement. It does point to... Get, what getting a number one receiver can do for a young quarterback. And to be number one, that's that 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 says something to me. That's why, to me, like, if you get a Marvin Harrison in here uh, to pair with DJ Moore, if you want to keep Justin, like, I, I don't see why that he, Justin's not going to keep improving because after DJ Moore, Cole Komet's clearly their second-best option. Him and Mooney haven't been on the same page. But that connection with DJ is there, and that's that's been very fun to see. And, look, DJ Moore, he's voiced out his support for Justin. He said, we want him here. He said this last week when talking about his quarterback. We want him here. Lucas Patrick today, if you're watching on Monday, hey, the world is saying what, what kind of player in person he is. We have his back. Like, these players want to play with him. I, like, I, I do think that carries weight when you make this evaluation if you are Ryan Poles. So just to recap it all, this is where we sit right now. Uh, at least 2-1 to one touchdown turnover ratio, not there yet. That's why it's highlighted red, 1.5. Still think that can happen. Uh, sack percentage down 5%, so that's definitely a green check mark there. Uh, playoff seven games, win four. Obviously, that doesn't hasn't happened yet, but he's on pace to do that. He hasn't suffered an injury, and uh, he's 2-1, and one, which means he's on pace to get to four wins. Uh, he is completing over 65% of his passes, and uh, the chemistry of DJ's been there. He's almost at 300 yards in three games, almost 100 a game since returning. Two touchdowns for DJ as well, so uh, his production has ticked back up after it ticked down when playing with Tyson Bajan. So all of that being said, do you want Justin Fields to be the Bears' starting quarterback in 2024? Type Y for yes, type in for no. I see both sides of it still. I have not made a final decision but I like what I'm seeing. I do. I don't know if Justin Fields is ever going to be a flawless passing quarterback, but if he keeps making these inc incremental improvements, if they keep stacking wins, that shows you you can win with him. So uh, we'll see. Final month is going to be huge. Why for yes and for no, do you want Justin Fields to be the Bears starter next year? All right, guys. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. If you made it to the end of this episode, appreciate that. That makes you a real one. Uh, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. It's youtube.com slash bears now. Chest Rockwell, is there any simple, simpler pleasure than beating Goff at home? I'll tell you what, man. That guy, you get him in cold weather. It's like the everybody has that friend growing up that 
doesn't like going in the pool because it's too cold, even when it's not cold. That is Jared Goff. Like, he's a Cali boy. He's lived in 70 degrees his whole life. Sure, he plays for the Lions, but he plays in that nice, cozy dome. I, I don't want to bag on the guy because Jared Goff is a good NFL quarterback. He's wearing a fucking glove. He's not a glove quarterback. He's wearing a glove, and it's 36 degrees outside. It's not like, it's not even below freezing. Like, come on, man. That was rough. I love beating Jared Goff. I'll never forget 2018. That was uh, that was glorious. There's no doubt about it. All right, hashtag Bears or Super Chat. We're going to get to your questions. We'll just jump straight in here in a moment. We know we have some Super Chats to catch up on. We'll lead off with those momentarily. Hashtag Bears or Super Chat to get your questions in. And we'll get them going here on the show. So appreciate everybody waiting. If you have a question about the season, the offseason, the draft, any trade ideas, Justin questions, Flus, coaching, Gatsy, whatever, we got you covered. Hashtag Bears or Super Chat. Here we go. Mailbag coming up. We kick off this Bears mailbag from our good pal F. Marsh. Could the Bears trade Khalil Herbert this offseason and re-sign Deontay Foreman? You know, the running back situation moving forward is going to be very, very interesting. And Khalil Herbert, who's been a good player for this franchise, uh, has one more year on his rookie contract, he just doesn't look right right now. Like, since that high ankle sprain, he just doesn't look the same. The burst is not there. He looks slow to me, which makes me think he's not fully healthy. Uh, for whatever reason, which, look, high ankle sprain for a running back, that's that's a pretty difficult injury to come off of. You look at the stats, pre-injury, post-injury, I mean, it's clear. Uh, it's not the same player. I mean, the production per carry is literally half since he's come back from the injury. Um, he was averaging 5.3 before, 2.7 after. Last year, he led the NFL in yards per carry uh, at 5.7. And holy smokes, we'll get to Michael Horowitz in a second. Boom! Stay tuned for that. Uh... But there's no doubt that Deontay Foreman, who he's not going to give you a bunch of those big-time explosive runs, but he's solid four or five yards. He's going to wear you down. Um, you know, defenders don't like tackling him in the fourth quarter. You got him for three million bucks. I mean, if you can flip Herbert for a late-round pick next year, re-sign Foreman for a similar contract, you could roll with him and Roshan next year. I'm not out on Khalil Herbert. I'm just saying it's an interesting idea, um, you know, he, to me, he's your third best running back right now. I, I think Foreman and Roshan are both better players at this exact moment. Now, should the Bears trade Khalil Herbert this offseason? Type T for trade or K for keep? Let us know in the comment section down below. T for trade or K for keep. Let's go to Posey Jones, and then we'll get to Horowitz, and then we'll catch up on these other supers. He says, I am 100% behind fields. However, he misses a lot of open receivers. does miss some guys. Defense gets an A+, offense gets a C. O-line is pretty good except center. Still fire Flus and Getsy. Marvin Harrison will go number one to the Bears. I'm open to MHJ at number one. I'd rather trade down to like three and get him, but if you're worried you can't find a trade and still get him, then sure, take him at one if you don't want to draft a quarterback. Defense has been great recently, Posey, no doubt about it. Uh, offense, uh, teams be up and down. I'd give it higher than a C. You still scored 28 points in a divisional game in cold weather. Uh, I'd give it like a B minus, but uh, yeah, good stuff, Posey. Appreciate it. Michael Horwitz. 
minutes. Boom! $100 super chat. He says, bear down. Can we get the bear downs going in the chat for our guy, Michael Horowitz? You're going to get a sticker on our Bears Now Helmet Hall of Fame. Michael, I don't have it in here in the studio right now, but I will add a sticker for you. You are a real one. John Collins says, explain the playoff scenarios besides winning out. What needs to happen in addition to the Bears winning out for them to make it in? Who has to lose? Well, it's kind of complicated to do that on the fly. I don't know if we have the playoff picture available uh, in front of us, but just like thinking out loud, you need like Seattle to lose another game. You need the Rams to lose another game. You're going to need the Packers to at least to lose one more. And quite frankly, the Vikings getting to seven kind of sucks. I mean, that team is not a playoff team without Kirk Cousins, but they might get in because, you know, at nine and eight, that's probably going to get them in. You look at the traffic. I can't give you specific scenarios because I don't know what all the tiebreakers are going to be. I will say this, though. You don't have a head-to-head over Tampa, so it's probably better if them or the Saints win the NFC South because you lost to both of those teams. Um, so whichever one of those teams doesn't win the South, you need to have at least one more win than the other one to be ahead of them. The good news is, is there's two playoff spots for up for grabs, the six and seven seed. If it was just one spot, this would be the ultimate long shot, but with two spots being there, got to hope uh, Minnesota loses some games here. Uh, you're going to have a chance if you went out. Exact scenarios, tough to say, but uh, uh, we'll dive into more specifics as we get closer. Papi Chulo sits, rolling it back with Flus would be such a deflator. I get that on the surface, and look, I fired Flus after week three, so <laughs> I understand that. And again, I'm not sold on Flus. I am sold on him being able to run a defense. I, I mean, I've said that for weeks now. The de he's a good defensive coordinator. Now, if you finish strong, if you end up 8-9 or dare I say 9-8, it's going to be kind of hard to fire him at that point with how they finished. Um, but that's what we got to see it play out. That's the bottom line. We got to see how, how, how the team looks. I will, I will give Flus this, and I think even you guys would agree. This team plays for them. They play hard. Like, this team has not fractured at any point this season. There's been a lot of reasons to. Coaches mysteriously not being here anymore. 0-4 start. Uh, Chase Claypool debacle. It's there's a lot that's been going on, and they've stayed together. And to their credit, so uh, that is uh, that is a testament to uh, Matt Eberflus, at least to a certain extent. Okay, today's show is sponsored by Water Boy. Guys, you're gonna want to cure those hangovers this holiday season. A lot of eggnog and other drinks going down, and. Listen, Waterboy is here to help you prepare for those nasty holiday hangovers. There's nothing worse than feeling like the Grinch while everyone else in the family is rocking around the Christmas tree. Waterboy is a hydration powder scientifically formulated to cut your hangover time in half. There are other hydration packs on the market, but nothing comes close to fighting those Sunday scaries like Waterboy, or in my case, Monday scaries after some super chats come in. With zero sugar and three times the electrolytes of liquid IV, your hangover will stand no chance with Waterboy. Unlike their competitors, Waterboy has added specific ingredients just beyond the hydration to help with nausea, anxiety, and fatigue. We all know that hydration alone isn't enough to help after a holiday bender. And it's not just for you. This is a perfect stocking stuffer uh, for your siblings, your parents, etc., your loved ones. Show them you care about their well-being this holiday season. So here's what I want you to do. Go to waterboy.com slash chat sports. That is waterboy.com slash chat sports to get you 15% 
off inside each stick. There's ginger for the nausea. That's going to help your tummy feel a lot better. It's going to help you calm your nerves, reduce your anxiety. Waterboy.com slash chat sports comes in these nice little packets. Very easy uh, to use. Hydration and recovery with those added ingredients that I mentioned. Waterboy.com slash chat sports. Get 15% off this holiday season. Link is in the description and comments of this video. We got Ken at 1973. Are we giving Flus too much credit? How much of it is Monta Sweat and a pass rush now? Or is it Flus and just shows he needed a pass rush for his defense to work? It's a combination of all that stuff. Like, look, I'm not saying the defense was playing good before Monta Sweat, but it was it was better than it was with Allen Williams. Flus was making it worse. You gotta remember the secondary was banged up. Like, if you don't have players, I don't care who the coach is, you're gonna have limitations. Now Sure, you bring him on to sweat, that's going to make a guy like Matt Abrams look better. I'm not saying Flus is just some defensive wizard that is making, you know, garbage turn into gold. Like, he's got some pieces to work with now. But uh, I do think we have to give him credit. If I'm going to be super critical of the guy, I'm going to give him credit when he deserves it. Again, I still am not stolen him as a head coach, but as a defensive coordinator, as someone that these players are still fighting for, I mean, we're seeing those things. He deserves credit for that. Fernie, who's the worst starter on defense? Is it Eddie? Uh, I mean, you could argue it's Ben Ngakwe, although he did have a nice sack yesterday. Eddie Jackson's up there, but I think even he's been a little better. Um, you know, earlier in the season, you could have said Tyreek Stevenson, but he's played a lot better. Um, at times, Tremaine hasn't been great, but I think he's been playing better recently. Uh, it's hard to say. I mean, it's a testament. The defense has gotten better. I mean, Justin Jones at times, but he's been really good recently. Like, I think that's the, that is the Montez Sweat effect. Guys around him, especially on that front, have all of a sudden been more productive. And what did Ryan Pohl say when they trade for Montez Sweat? We believe he's a multiplier. That means guys around him are going to get better as well, not just his production. So uh, that's been exciting to see. Subscribe to the channel. We got Bears coverage 365 days a year, not just every other day, not just game day. And, you know, some channels in the offseason, they take a few days off. We don't. I think we've gone, I don't know how many days in a row with the video. I don't think we've missed a day in well over a year at this point. So uh, that's what we're going to continue to do, continue to bring you daily content. Hit that subscribe button and don't miss out. Brandon 300S, first pick in two years and not drafting a QB is crazy. If Caleb and Stroud turn to Hall of Famers and JF1 stays the same, we will be pissed. Stroud is better than JF1 now. Um, you know, that is interesting. Like, would Stroud right now in Chicago have the Bears better than where they're at? Would Justin in Houston have the Texans where they're currently at? Because fit is a lot of this stuff, right? And look, Stroud's been great. I am not dismiss dismissing that whatsoever. I will dismiss this, though, if Justin stays the same. He's not staying the same, though. He's improved this year. The numbers show that. If you're saying he's not going to improve anymore, okay, sure. Obviously, if you keep him, you're banking on him continuing to improve, especially if you continue to improve the roster. Uh, but, uh, yeah, look, Brandon, I've said this. I'll continue to say it. If you think Caleb Williams, Drake May, or hell, anyone else, Jaden Daniels, I don't care, n n insert that quarterback, is going to be clearly better than Justin Fields. Like, if you're convinced of that, then you should draft him. If you're unsure, then you should keep Fields because you at least know what you have there and you hope he keeps improving and you build around him. That's the decision. The decision, in a lot of ways, yeah, Fields controls some of it, 
But some of it is just the Bears' evaluation of these draft quarterbacks, how they feel about those guys. DC Viper, was the Edmonds signing an overpay? Yes. He's playing better. That's good. He's still a good player, but it was an overpay. Both those things could be true. Um, I thought yesterday was one of his better games. He was around the football a lot, uh, but still misses some too many tackles for me. Um, you know, I, I, the way I would put it, DC, is TJ Edwards has clearly been better, and you got him for a third of the cost. So, yeah, I mean, you overpaid him. Probably underpaid TJ Edwards based on what he's doing. So maybe it evens out, but, yeah, it's it was an overpay. It was. Who you got this week? Bears got to keep one in if they want a chance to make the playoffs. Type CHI for the Bears, CLE for the Browns. Got to get some redemption uh, in Cleveland after what happened Fields rookie year. That was that was ugly. So CHI for the Bears, CLE for the Browns. Who you got this week? Sign Austin Eckler. You mean this offseason? Um, kind of looks washed, guys. Now, the Chargers don't have a great O-line. They've kind of just been a mess all year. Um... If he's super cheap, I wouldn't be opposed to putting him in a rotation because he's had a good career. But, I mean, if Eckler, let's say Eckler's five, six million and Foreman's three, I'd probably just bring back Foreman, if I'm being honest. Wesley Lewis, appreciate all the super chats, guys. I wonder where Kevin Warren, uh, what Kevin Warren is doing and thinking about in light of the Bears' improvement. I mean, surely he's pleased. Uh, I mean, look, in a perfect world, Kevin Warren and or Ryan Poles they don't want to fire these guys. Like, Poles has made it clear. He likes Flus. He has a lot of respect for Flus. I think they like Fields. Like, they definitely like him as a dude. They think he's got all the makeup to be a franchise quarterback. I don't think they want to move on from these guys. But they have to take emotions out of it and make the best decision for the Bears, both in the short term and the long term. Jaron Thomas, I wouldn't be mad at keeping Flus if it means sacrificing Getsy. What do you say? Yeah, the Getsy thing's interesting. He still drives me crazy. His good stuff is good, but it's like, I, I stand by it. I feel like his script is usually good. His plan A is usually good. When teams adjust, he struggles to counter-adjust. I think the Bears did a better job of that against Detroit, but Detroit's also just kind of a mess right now, and they're not very good defensively. Um, Cleveland will be a good test for Getsy because that's a damn good defense. Let, let's, see how, let's see how the offense plays for 60 minutes. Uh, against Cleveland, and I don't expect it to look great the whole time. That, that's that's an unreasonable expectation, but um, it needs to be better than it was against Minnesota. I'll say that. We can continue the conversation on Twitter. If we didn't get your questions in at HGramNFL, hit me up over there. Appreciate you guys for tuning in to this mailbag video. Hit me up on social. Give me a follow at HGramNFL, Twitter and Instagram. We'll keep the conversation going. Also keep this live show going here on Twitter, C-H-I-C-L-E, who you got? And can we just get an extended round of applause for our guy here, uh, Michael Horowitz? I mean, what a guy, Roly. The guy is just bringing it. Michael Horowitz, people. What a guy indeed. The Horowitz. The Horowitz. What a legend. Shout out to Michael Horowitz, today's MVP. He will be getting another sticker on the Bears Now Helmet Hall of Fame. Fantastic. Roger says, someone touch me. Whoa. I don't know what you mean by that, Roger. Wesley's picking Cleveland. Mad Gamer going Chicago. We'll see. By the way, the live poll tightening up. Where are you at with Flus? 
53% say they want him fired still, 47% say keep him. What do you think that poll would have been at after the first Lions game? 95% fire him? I gotta be honest. If they lost yesterday, I bet it's at 88 Oh, yeah. 89%. Oh, no doubt. Higher. No doubt. Yesterday video, or video, yesterday's win did a lot. Yeah, I mean, look, you could make a strong argument that was an absolute must win for Blues. Like, it really was, especially after what happened last time against Detroit. DC says, I'm going Cleveland. Flacco looks like classic Flacco. Well, what is classic Flacco? Because has anyone had an a, elite a more quarterback? Up, up and down career? An elite quarterback. He kind of started the, is he an elite quarterback Well, that's that was the joke I, I was know. going for. Is he, has he been better in these two games than Deshaun Watson has ever as a Brown? No, no, no. My call. No, no, no. When's Watson played better as a Brown? No, 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 no. I'm just saying. No, Deshaun's got plenty of time to visit those massage par- parlors coming up. No, 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 no. Oh, man. All right. One more segment to come here on Chicago Bears now. And uh, completely blanking. Oh, blockbuster trades for the number one pick if the Bears want to trade down. Here we go. Let's dive into it. We got some blockbuster trade ideas coming up here on Chicago Bears now as, look, maybe the Bears keep the number one pick draft to quarterback. Maybe they don't. Maybe they keep Justin Fields. And if they do decide to keep Justin Fields, trading down for a second straight year seems like at least a pretty good possibility. So I've cooked up five blockbuster trade ideas uh, that Ryan Poles and the Bears could consider. Uh, Here is the updated 2024 NFL draft order. And Uh, The Bears have all but secured the number one overall pick. ESPN Analytics gives them a 95% chance to get it. I don't see Carolina winning twice over their final four games, so the Bears are all but certain going to get that pick. Uh, you got the Patriots and Cardinals there. The Bears' second uh, pick is now at number seven as they have won a couple games in a row here. I'm not as worried about that pick. I want them to keep winning. Um, I do want to – there's an asterisk there because I'm filming this live on Monday – and there is a Monday Night Football doubleheader. So a couple of these picks could uh, change. The Giants at number five, for example, if they lose, uh, they could flip the number four based on strength of schedule. It's very close with Washington, so we'll see. Uh, I don't think it drastically will impact any of these trades. We're talking about a slot here or there, but keep that in mind uh, if you're watching later in the week. Wait, they didn't have this pick. They had four instead of five. Well, yeah, it's, it's a fluid situation. Okay, so be Ryan Poles before we get into my trade ideas. What should the Bears do with the number one overall pick. If you want to keep it, type K for keep it. If you want to trade it, type T for trade it. Let me know what you would do. All right, my first trade idea is with the Raiders. Khalil Mack 2.0, anybody? Well, who knows? Uh, How about a Max Crosby-centric blockbuster trade? Uh, The Bears get Crosby. The Raiders currently have the number eight overall pick. I get 8 and 43 plus a third next year. Raiders get the number one overall pick and that extra fourth round pick the Bears have this year, which comes from the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, our Raiders report host, Mitchell Wren, swears the Raiders will never trade Max Crosby. Well, I didn't think they were going to trade Khalil Mack either. And again, if you're getting the number one overall pick, especially this year, I think it's going to be an even bigger premium than it was last year. 
Kind of costs a lot, man. Max Crosby, man, I just have visions of this guy playing on the opposite of Montez Sweat. I mean, Crosby, the guy never comes out. He became the first player a couple of weeks ago who was listed as doubtful to play uh, with a major knee injury. He had major swelling. He fought through it, sacked Patrick Mahomes, played again this past week. He's been an absolute dominant force for several years now in Vegas, and he's only 26 still. He's a very, very young player. He just feels like a Chicago Bears type of player. Relentless energy, defensive motor. Montez Sweat is similar in that way. Like, you put these two opposite of each other, like, Crosby and Sweat, let's roll. Like, I don't even know if you have to invest major at defensive tackle. Let Javon Dexter continue to improve. Um, maybe bring back Justin Jones for cheap. Um, you know, you got Andrew Billings under your books. Maybe you draft a guy in the middle rounds. Like, that would be just ridiculous edge combo if you could pull that off. Number two trade idea here, trade with the Giants, uh, as obviously the Bears and Giants have traded on draft day before uh, for Justin Fields a few years ago. Uh, here's my trade idea here. Dexter Lawrence to the Bears, the number five overall pick, and then a second and third round pick this year. This all sounds like a lot, but again, if you're moving up to number one and you're not number two or number three, and even if you are, it, it's going to cost. It, it is going to cost a lot. Dexter Lawrence, who is a physical specimen at defensive tackles, 340 pounds. He gives you pass rushing and run-stopping ability. Just signed a new deal. The Bears have plenty of cap space to absorb a player like this. And if you can't tell, I want another impactful defensive lineman. You got Montez Sweat. That's one. Give me one more dude, and then the guys around them can just be contributors. Like, if you have two stars on a front, the other guys, you can get average players, and they'll be good. Uh, next to him. Hell, like, in this scenario, I'd bring back Yannick on a cheap one-year deal uh, and have him be, like, your third or fourth rusher because uh, you're going to get more opportunities uh, to take advantage of weaker matchups if you're in Gakwe. So uh, that's uh, that's what I'm thinking here. Get another impactful defensive lineman. Keep building the trenches, and uh, if you can do that, that would be very, very awesome. Would you rather add an edge or defensive tackle? I can see it either way, and I think the big way to answer this is how do they feel about Javon Dexter? If they think he's the three-tech of the future, then I would lean edge. If they're not sold, if they think he's more of a rotation guy, then maybe you go defensive tackle. I don't think there's a wrong answer. Both positions are uh, positions of need. Uh, but let me know, edge or defensive tackle. One thing that is not in question is the effectiveness of Waterboy. The holidays are here, and our sponsor, Waterboy, is here as well to prepare you for those nasty holiday hangovers. You don't want to be like the Grinch. You don't want to steal the Christmas uh, holiday the next day and just uh, be the, the grumpy guy in your family. Waterboy's got you covered. They're going to have you rocking around the Christmas tree and getting rid of those hangovers. Overs. They've got it's a hydration powder scientifically formulated to cut your hangover time in half. Other hydration packs are on the market, but nothing comes close to fighting those uh, hangovers like Waterboy. With zero sugar and over three times the electrolytes of liquid IV, your hangover will stand no chance. Unlike their competitors, Waterboy has added specific ingredients beyond uh, just hydration to help with nausea, anxiety, and fatigue. We all know that hydration alone isn't enough to help after a holiday. Bender. And by the way, don't get it for just for yourself. Perfect stocking stuffers. Look, it comes in this easy little packet here. Pour it, mix it. You are good to go. And we got a holiday deal for you. 15% off at waterboy.com slash 
Chat Sports. By the way, one more little nugget here. Waterboy has over nine times the electrolytes as a Gatorade. Remember your whole life you've been sold on, sold on how much electrolytes Gatorade has? Well, they have a lot, but Waterboy, nine times the amount. Waterboy.com slash chat sports. Get 15% off today. Link is in the comments and in the description of this video. Okay, trade number three with the Washington Commanders. Um, obviously, the Bears just traded with Washington, and uh, Commanders look pretty dumb because Chase Young is helping San Francisco a lot. Uh, Montez Sweat is helping the Bears a lot. Here's my third trade idea. How about another receiver? Uh, Terry McLaurin, the number four overall pick, 36 and 37. That seems like more capital coming my way, but I don't think McLaurin has the value of a impact edge or defensive tackle. He's a dog, uh, but a guy like Max Crosby has more value than Terry McLaurin, uh, in my opinion. Uh, Washington also gets that fourth-round pick back as well that we mentioned in the first trade. Um, you put McLaurin with DJ Moore, I mean, that's, that's pretty stout. Uh, there's no doubt about that. He's been the epitome of consistency. I mean, his numbers have been very similar to what DJ had done in Carolina. Uh, so you bring him in here. You've got a really dynamic 1A, 1B. I think DJ Moore would have earned the right to be, you know, listed as your number one. But you'd have true two guys uh, that you'd feel really, really good about. Darnell Mooney, you know, for whatever reason, it just hasn't clicked with Justin this year. I'm still in the camp of bringing him back as a number three, especially if the financials make sense. If he's strictly a slot number three, I'm cool with that. But I think he, we, we've seen, at least right now, he is not a number two. Like, I, I just, I want to upgrade from Darnell Mooney at that number two spot. I like Darnell. I, I'd like to keep Darnell, uh, but as a number three, not as a number two. So that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, if you get, get Scary Terry in here, cool. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, discussion. Uh, as well, uh, but if you were to go this route and get uh, McLaurin, then you really focus solely on the trenches in the draft and free agency because you'd be pretty set at receiver. All right, guys, let's get to 82,000 subscribers here on Chicago Bears now. We're just over 700 away. If you want the latest Bears news, rumors, draft content, plus more, you're not going to want to miss out. Daily coverage, we got you covered not only with what's happening right now, but down the road with the NFL draft, free agency, etc. Trade number four with the New England Patriots. And it looks like the Patriots are going to get the number two overall pick. So I'm kind of keeping this pick-centric. And I tried to gauge this a little bit off the Mitch Trubisky trade-up a couple of years ago. Um, Bears go down to number two. They pick up 34 and a fourth-round pick. Now, this is actually a premium that New England is paying based on the NFL uh, draft chart. Like, there's a, you can Google this, NFL draft chart, where every pick is valued. It's an estimate. What it doesn't factor in is what the premium of a number one pick means due to the quarterback position. And anybody trading up to number one is going to have to pay that premium for Caleb Williams or Drake May. Uh, obviously, in this scenario, you trade down to two. You still get your guy Marvin Harrison. You pick up a couple extra picks in the process, uh, including a second-round pick, which you lost in the Montez Sweat trade. So that feels like a win-win to me. Uh, I like that idea quite a bit. It's obviously not as much capital. You're not getting a proven player in this trade, but you're only moving down one spot, and Marvin Harrison becomes that proven player, ideally, uh, that you uh, focus in on. And I've said this for months. So I'll continue to say this. This is the best player in the draft, in my opinion. He's the safest player in the draft as well. Like, there's no scenario that I can envision unless something off the field pops up where Marvin Harrison doesn't come into the NFL and become a damn good player, if not more. Uh, so I, I'm definitely open for a scenario where you drop the two or three and uh, draft MHJ. 
Number five, the trade with the Seattle. And this is the one trade where I'm jumping outside of the top ten, at least based on now. Now, Seattle's trending down. They've lost four in a row. Hopefully they keep losing so the Bears have a chance to sneak into the wild card. Here's my trade idea. DK Metcalf, the number 13 overall pick uh, this year, plus two more firsts. If you're jumping outside of the top ten, especially into the teens, I want their first this year plus two future firsts. Like, I'm asking for a shitload if I'm Ryan Poles, especially in this draft because the top of this draft is so good, not just with quarterback but also uh, with MHJ. Uh, DK Metcalf is just a physical beast. Um, you know, him and him and DJ Moore have some similarities where they're both good after the catch. They're big play weapons. Obviously, DK is more of kind of a straight line runner. DJ is, you know, he can make people miss a little bit better, I would say. But how about DJ plus DK? Doesn't have a nice ring, ring to it at DJ. I'm not going to try and do the uh, uh, Burger King spinoff. But you know what? That would be a fun duo. And then, yeah, you're dropping down a little bit, but you got two – Extra first-round picks in the future. I mean, you just keep stacking picks. So that's kind of the point to this. Depending on how far you trade down, if you do trade, there's a lot of different avenues. You can get another premium player in a trade like you did last year with DJ Moore. You can go pick heavy uh, if you want to. You can um, trade further back with a team like Seattle, for example. Maybe Tampa Bay is another team as well, depending on where they're picking uh, for a sneaky team that could use a quarterback and get more future first-round picks. So lots of different options. Obviously, you got to make a decision on Justin Fields first. If you're drafting a QB, you're not trading the number one pick. But the the avenues are there, man. And uh, the Bears are going to have good options this offseason, regardless of the direction they go in. All right, so we'll recycle through the trades real quick. Uh, Max Crosby, a first and second, and a future third for number one and a fourth. If that's your favorite trade, type one. How about trade two? If you like this one best, type two, Dexter Lawrence. Number five, a second and a third for the number one overall pick. If you like that one, type two. If you like trade idea number three, Terry McLaurin, the number four overall pick, which again could change depending on what happens on Monday Night Football. It could be the fifth pick. Uh, two seconds as well uh, for a first and a fourth. If you like that one, type three. Uh, if you like trade idea number four, first, second, and a fourth, uh, just to move down a spot uh, for the number one pick to New England, kind of similar to the Mitch Trubisky trade. Type four, and then this last one, DK Metcalf and three firsts, including the number 13 pick this year uh, for the number one overall pick. If you have a favorite one, let me know which one it is. One, two, three, four, or five. All right, we appreciate it. If you want to catch all of our episodes, not only do you have to subscribe, you got to turn on the notifications, click the bell right over, boom, right there, and then turn uh, notifications to all. Because what will happen is you'll click the bell, It'll default to personalized, change it to all, and then you'll get notified every single time we not only publish a video, but when we go live as well.